Book one in the Sophie Hardy saga, Sophie Hardy and the Internet Implant, is now available to buy from Amazon in paperback, hardback or downloadable in Kindle form. If you would like to purchase any of these, then either search on Amazon or visit our website, www.sophiehardysaga.com. Sophie Hardy and the Internet Implant by Emma Dale Narrated by Leona Hall Chapter 30 Monday Morning Monday morning came around and Sophie, Yasmin and Clara were sat at the back of Classics like it was any normal day. Mrs Tabard was at the front, covering the class again as Miss Sissons had phoned in ill and she had jumped at the chance to cover the children again. The girls of course knew better than to think that Miss Sissons was ill. They knew she was preparing to save the world. They had spent the vast majority of the weekend at Yasmin's house, in her bedroom, plugged into their implants. Every time Yasmin's mum or dad had walked in to check on them, the three of them were zoned out, doing things that ten-year-old girls do. The girls, again, knew better. They had actually lived the last two days as two months. Through the use of the time dilators Miss Sissons had temporarily installed in their implants, she said that too much wearing them would have an adverse effect on them, like Clara's house, and had been practising the various skills required to make them agents. They had done everything from physical thinking challenges like the Minotaur one last week to emotional empathy training where they could put themselves into somebody else's shoes and see things from their point of view. Sophie had found this one particularly interesting. Also, they had started their combat training so if any bullies were going to try and mess with them they would have no problem with dealing with them. However, Miss Sissons had explicitly told them that that was most definitely not what it was for and pointed out that they would need to be projected through the implant for it to work anyway, unless they really, really mastered it. Although they'd been working on it for two months, in their world, they were still novices and had a lot more training to do. They had also discussed new recruits and getting help to deal with the imminent threats. Miss Sissons had agreed that children would be best as they were a lot more open to things and weren't as obsessed with fame, money or whatever else could inhibit their ability to protect the world but she also wanted to make sure they weren't the sort of children to fail because if they did, she knew King would be back to ruin them. So, they all agreed to keep a lookout through their experiences for anyone deemed worthy enough to join Team Shadow. However, the girls, and Miss Sissons, had agreed that the agency should no longer just be about stopping threats, but also developing human understanding and researching other, better ways of living. To prevent is one thing, to understand is another, Sophie had said, and that brought her right back to the start of her adventure. She had wanted more knowledge and wanted to better herself, and here she was, giving herself the perfect way to do it. Over the course of the weekend, various news reports had highlighted some minor problems like Amelia had spoken about that had got people talking about the olden days again. One man had had his shopping trolley stolen by a goblin. An old lady had seen strange lights in the sky and was convinced that there had been an alien pointing at her in a threatening manner. There was nothing huge. The biggest conversation was still about the blackout and how that seemed to have started everything off again. The girls knew, though, through Miss Sissons and what she had given them to read about, that something a lot more ominous must be coming and it would be up to them to stop it. They had a duty. They had chosen to save their friend and so they should be the ones to put it right. Any one of the horrific creatures that they had set free could come back. Miss Sissons guessed that a lot of them would just go home or hide away and not come back through fear of getting caught and locked up in Zatvor again, but there were some things in there that would be hell-bent on doing terrible things to the earth before they had been locked in prison, never mind having spent years in there, and for that reason, Miss Sissons knew that they would be undoubtedly back. For now, though, it was quiet. 
the hullabaloo around Sophie from just a week ago had died down almost completely. She was never going to go unrecognised, but at least, for now, she was no longer front-page news. The world had other things to start worrying about. She had been stopped in the street a couple of times over the weekend, but it hadn't bothered her, as it could have been much worse. The odd photo with people or the odd question about what she thought happened she could live with. She obviously lied about the answer. One thing that was bothering all three of them, as they sat in the first maths lesson of the week, was that Katie wasn't at school. They hadn't heard anything from her all weekend. In one of their breaks from using the implant for training, Sophie, Yasmin and Clara had walked round to her house together to see if she wanted to spend some time with them. She hadn't been in and neither had her mum. They checked for perception filters, but there wasn't one. They hadn't heard from her since they put her in the car the other night. Miss Sissons had tracked the car and told them that it had got her to her house and that her mum had taken her in. However, her mum's implant had turned off not long after and she'd lost track of the pair of them. The girls were worried, they missed their friend and they hadn't treated her like one recently. She had come to them a few times and wanted to tell them something, but the girls had shrugged her off for something they thought was more important. They were all desperate to find her, but they had no idea where to start. Reuben Houghton wasn't at school either. No one at school had seen him at all on Friday, so the girls thought he must have run home after the upset that he saw. They had sent him messages asking him if he was all right, but they hadn't heard anything back. Miss Sissons had tracked his implant and said that he was at home and hadn't left since Friday, so at least the girls knew where he was. The last thing Sophie, Yasmin, Clara and Miss Sissons had agreed on was a name change. They no longer wanted to be known as Shadow. It sounded too dark, too much like a dodgy criminal. Miss Sissons had pointed out that she'd never liked the name and thought it was in need for a drastic rethink. Having sat around discussing it one afternoon over the last two months, Sophie had written down all the words she could think of that summed up the new agency and thought she might have come up with a new name. As she looked around the classroom at her two friends, who seemed to be as distracted as she was, a red light flashed in the corner of her eye. Yasmin and Clara had clearly got the same thing as they reacted almost identically as Sophie did and they nearly fell off their chairs. Once they had composed themselves, they looked at each other one more time and smiled the biggest smile they could. Miss Sissons needed them. The bell went for dinner time and Mrs Tabard dismissed everyone. The three of them ran onto the field, found a quiet spot and zoned out while lying on the grass. They arrived in the headquarters at the newly named Scope, special children who oversee and protect Earth, to see what this potential first mission could be. The Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by Emma Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels or if you would like to purchase a hard copy of the book, then be sure to check out www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.